0: joining me today got some great things in store for you on the ranch we are exploring all things americana it is a great time to be in americana music but what i'm deciding finding is when you talk to different artists different fans country music is such a big wide open field these days it means a lot of different things to a lot of different people so i'm gonna bring you some of the best Americana indie artist, spl- spanning the whole globe. And I'm really excited today, uh, someone kind of from my own backyard, Michael Botte. Woo!
1: Hey, Randy, my friend, thank you so much for doing this. I was so excited. To get your invites and to feel that i was worthy of spending time with you thank you my friend i appreciate that
0: (laughs) well i'm honored that you have accepted you're a busy man these days you have so many things happening oh i'm
1: trying i'm trying
0: (laughs) and you know just talking you know and doing research um you know i realize how different circles that we travel it's a big business but it's a small business
1: yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we just discovered you know, a lot of the things we have in common. Yeah, off, off camera here. Yes, it's exciting. So,
0: and some of the people are chiming in already saying they really like the variety of country that, you know, uh, I'm bringing on to the show. And country, again, means different things to different people. Yes. And it's interesting because we belong to ISSA, which is Inter- International Singer Songwriter Association. We do singer singer songwriters I associate with kind of the folk genre. Mm -hmm. But yet so many of those artists are country artists. Mm -hmm. And I guess if we're writing, we're singing and we're writing songs.
1: Yeah,
0: we're singer songwriters.
1: Absolutely. I mean, that's what the folk folks did. I mean, folk singers were storytellers. Guess what country singers are? They're storytellers. So cut from the same cloth, Randy.
0: It really, no, I'm glad you said that because I think today, I think this type of songwriting, the only thing keeping us from pop and there's country pop and there's folk pop and everything else um, is the imagery, the storytelling that is country music. And that's why it means so many different things to so many different people.
1: Yeah, because really, you know, to be honest, I'm not exactly sure what country is. Maybe I think I know what country is to me, but it might be very different than what you think is country versus some of your other guests. We all have maybe a different perception of what country is, and I could elaborate on that in a minute. But, yeah, it's hard to know exactly what it is anymore.
0: It is. You know, when you have country rap uh, winning all kinds of awards, and it's cool stuff. You know, uh, it is wide open. And Michael, I do want to know what country music means to you, what it is to you.
1: Yeah, you know, and again, like I said, I'm not 100% sure what country is, but I will tell you a little bit about my background to kind of show you at least what I think maybe country is. So, you know, I don't have a cowboy hat on. I I don't speak with a twang, right? But I was born in a little steel town uh, along the Ohio River, right outside of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, not to other side of the state than where you're from. And you know, my little town, we didn't have a stoplight. Didn't have a stoplight in my whole town. However, there was one little indicator light, if I remember correctly, from a trucking company. So you'd like at least have an idea if a truck was coming in and out of the depot or that kind of thing. So if that's a spotlight or a, a stoplight, that's all we had. And my address, most of my life was RD1. Now, do you know what RD stands for? Rural Route. Or RR. Or, 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 or. For us, it was RD, RD1. And then when I was a teenager, I remember all hell broke loose because we went to (laughs) RD2. That that amount of change was huge for a little town. We went to RD2. So my point is, you know, I grew up in this little absolutely country town. There were horses, there were cows, there were farms. I wasn't a farmer, but I grew up, you know, in and around that. So to me, like it, it was a lot of blue collar folks telling stories and telling where they've been and their experiences and their conditioning and, To me, that's what country country music is. It's an offshoot of the old folk singers from the beginning into the country. Just telling the story where they, today I was listening to The Gambler by of course, Kenny Rogers, which I think is one of the best stories and imagery. I am right there with him getting that advice from that man. Yeah. So it's just that imagery that I love so much. And I guess I'm more kind of country rock, alt country rock. I wouldn't consider myself a country artist. However, there are quite a few country elements to what we've done.
0: Right, and I, the first song we're gonna play by you is that kind of quintessential, every country artist has a song about a town.
1: <laughs> so leave this town, I'm assuming that's what you're talking about. It's right. all, um, all about my little town that I had to leave. You
0: know, Eric Summers last week, he he watched his his little town kind of just going away. Yeah. And I'm from Allentown and our, you know, Allentown. I we we just died. You Billy know? Joel
1: spoke about it. Billy Joel uh, wrote it. You know
0: everyone the whole Billy Joel song. Okay, <laughs> I'm over it. I'm over it. You're over it it was so much fun when you were living through it and nobody was working in there. You know the the unions are protesting and it, it it was really quite tumultuous. Remember,
1: I'm from Pittsburgh. It happened to us too. My whole yeah, entire family too. was steel workers, and it was not a fun oh. time in the you know late '70s, early '80s.
0: Yeah, I think it's one of the reasons I went to college because there was nothing else to do
1: yeah my my father like i said my whole my father was a steel worker for decades my uncles my cousins my brother everybody but my father just wanted something for whatever reason a little different for me so he and my mom worked their absolute i could say asses off um and to provide me for an education to go to college and maybe try something different and i'm not saying it's better or worse but just something different and my life has been very very good because of it so I'm, i'm grateful for that experience i always say i have a blue collar attitude yet I work in a white collar world, but now being in music and with everybody, I'm just, I don't care what my collar is. I just wanna make music.
0: You just wanna make music and, yeah. and and get your story out to a lot of people. But it's interesting, um, uh, Leave This Town is the song we're gonna be listening to. Um, it's about leaving a town. I and mean, <laughs> I guess that's our experience with country music and being in the country. <clears throat> um always looking for that something better and we don't know what it really is and here i am all these years later coming back to it
1: yeah yeah it was it's strange because you know i i had a conversation with another uh podcaster who talked about this and it wasn't that my my town wasn't good enough it just wasn't enough i guess that's how she put it and for me you know my spirit i don't know why my spirit was wild and and you know when you grow up in kind of a i wouldn't say isolated but maybe isolated area It's hard to understand like how you develop that wild spirit but i always had one and i always wanted to know what was around the bend and i used some of that imagery in the song just about a young man saying look no offense but i got to leave this town to go see what's around that bend and see what's out there and like i said earlier i've lived in all four time zones in the continental u.s so i you know i guess i've kind of (laughs) lived that
0: (laughs) were you able to find country in all the places you've been
1: you mean as far as country living like country music, country
0: living, yeah.
1: Yeah. So one place, not in, not in the Bay Area. That was very urban. Um, Wisconsin. Matter of fact, one of my songs, "Beautiful Day," which I don't believe we're, we're playing that, but I will just plug it for a moment. That actually charted at number one on uh, the World Indie Music Chart back in May. That was written all about my country times out in uh, the, the fields of Wisconsin and the rolling hills of Wisconsin and just the grandeur of Wisconsin. So I wrote a song called Beautiful Day about a bunch of young kids, me and my wife and my our best friends just cruising around the countryside, loving on Mother Earth and everything about it. So that's the song called Beautiful Day. And I know we're not playing it, but that just proves that, yes, in Wisconsin, we found it. And then out in New Mexico, we lived out in the desert in New Mexico for seven years where my daughter was born. And uh, boy, that's, that's big sky country. Matter of fact, I just flew back last night, very late from New Mexico, just to visit those big blue skies again.
0: Oh, wonderful.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and I guess that's one of the myths I'm trying to bust. I'm trying to be a must-buster. You said you lived in an urban area and I moved from New Jersey and it was hard to find people who appreciated country music. You know, yeah. there are pockets of folk, And in urban areas, it's interesting, you know, if you say, I like country music, you don't know what the response is gonna be. And I'm surprised, I hear more often than not, oh, I like it too. You know, that's what I listen to. But again, it's just, doesn't seem as organized and.
1: Yeah. I don't know. The country genre is kind of fairly new to me. I mean, especially the country rock kind of genre. But of course, some of the the bigger names I've been fans of forever. Like we mentioned Kenny Rogers earlier. I mean, my lord, one of my – I'm a big hero. Or he's a big hero of mine, Kenny Rogers. But everywhere I've lived, I mean, it was different time frames too. So when I was in Wisconsin, it was kind of like like that post-grunge era, right? And then, you know, San Francisco was that alt-modern rock of the early 2000s. And then, you know, New Mexico kind of had that same feel. So like different genres – I guess we're part of different time frames. So I was listening to absolutely everything. A lot of it was sort of that time frame. So mm-hmm. I was music agnostic, I guess, for a very long time.
0: Right. And nowadays there's so much crossover. Yeah. As, you know, Paul is, li- is listening and he's saying, you know, but that's part of music the comings and goings yeah. and the stories that you're yep. telling and the struggles and the laughs kind of along the way.
1: Yeah. It doesn't matter how distorted your guitar is sometimes or maybe how loud you say it, but as long as you have a story to tell, uh, that's the most important thing. And honestly, genres are getting, like you said, so crossed up. I don't know what genres. A lot of the things that I submit to, maybe it's a radio station or an awards or whatever it is, when you look at how big the list of genres is now, it was never that big 20 years ago. There's so many subsets of everything. As far as the country genre, there might be 10 or 12, 15 different subsets. So I don't know what genres are anymore, Randy. I don't. I'm just going to make music and I hope people want to hear it. I always say that my music right. should be one of three things. Make you think, move, or feel. Whatever the genre is, I hope it either makes you move, think, or feel, preferably all three, but at least one of those.
0: Yeah, I I always was told that you never want to say, want someone to say, "Oh, that was nice."
1: <laughs> nice is not a commitment. No, it's no, like saying. I mean, interesting.
0: That was, oh man, it's I not didn't a do position. my job. You either have to love it or hate it. Yeah,
1: it's not a position. No, <laughs> not,
0: you, take a side. Take a side. And it, you know, you say it's wide open, and you know, I submitted a song to a radio station, and they submitted it back and said it was too pop. And I went, "This is the most." <laughs> country <sport.
1: laughs> see there, you go. On the there label, you go
0: I'm like I just don't know anymore
1: yeah <laughs> I, I know we kind of have to sort of think about what your genre is but I'm not so worried about what the label is I just I just like I said I want it to be something that's listenable and that people want to hear whatever that is it is
0: all right well let's go with your first song called leave this town all right Sounds let's good. give it a listen <laughs> Thank you.
2: This A moment if the sun goes down. I'm gonna leave this
1: Thank you so much. You know, it's funny. I never, I swear, I never listen to my own music because why would I? There's so much out there and there's not enough hours in the day. But when I do these kind of things, I get to hear it. And thank you for indulging me. Thank you for playing that.
0: No, my pleasure. You know, it's, it's just so interesting that two people from Pennsylvania both have towns songs about leaving their town my, <laughs> my song is called i'm not that girl and the opening line is there's a town i left behind oh
1: my goodness this is not a bash on pa i'm sorry it's not a bash it i'm is. back <laughs>
0: you No, know, it's interesting I, I you know the psychology major in me is going
1: hmm. grew up
0: in the same towns we're traveling in the same circles yeah, <laughs>
1: uh-oh. oh boy oh boy what's wrong with us
0: <laughs> Look, i'm, I'm going to pick up with the conversation um Uh, One of the comments, again, that Paul made about labels being limiting. And I agree and I don't agree because I write all kinds of different genres. The reason we do labels, it's not our job. It's because of the radio stations and licensing. They have to license a certain type of music and they're locked into playing a certain, you know, number of songs. What did I just
1: do? I understand. There's a reason. There is a reason
0: right there's a reason for it and um and i understand the purpose that it serves but it like you it doesn't limit me on what i'm going to write
2: yeah
0: but i do have to know how to market it you know and that's you know and that's something musicians are terrible at i think overall we don't like the market we're creative types and that whole machine that we have to navigate the business end of things, you know, that's kind of the reality of wanting to get on radio and even your streaming radio are, you have to pick a track, you know?
1: Correct. Correct. Yeah. No, that's one thing I've said before. People have asked me like, you know, is there like a dark side or is there like, what's the most difficult thing of being an indie musician? And I say, I don't mean this the wrong way. The writing, the playing, the creative process is so wonderful. It's it's what moves me. I use my my hashtag music is my therapy, um, and it really is for me for many different reasons. Uh, this is not the show for that, but many different reasons. But um, it's just something that I'm just proud to be able to do, and I'm just so happy that I found it, and it's something that I could you know look towards and. But the, like you said, the labels, the, the, the genres, yeah, radio stations want to play a certain type of music and, and they mm-hmm. want to know what they're playing. Maybe they don't want a goth metal song, which is nothing wrong with goth metal, but maybe it doesn't fit their audience. So I understand the idea behind it. But the dark side, honestly, is that marketing side that you were talking about. I thought, and I'm very naive at this, I didn't record my first note until about a year and a half, maybe two years ago. So I'm very, very new to this. I thought you just put out music and it kind of played and people played it and that was it. Not at all, but the dark side is the continual machine of marketing and promoting and posting and, and then responding and doing it all over again and again and again and again. And, again and it's, it, it is tough. It's, it is tough.
0: It, it's brutal yeah. when you have a statistic that's 60,000 songs a day,
1: every day
0: <laughs> are uploaded to Spotify and even the Spotify playlist, when you submit a yeah. genre,
1: yep. You Absolutely.
0: know and you know again you have to know what indie country means to them like i want an award in modern country
1: oh mo- yeah okay modern country okay what is that
0: yeah. <laughs> okay great yay, yay. congratulations what? by the way where do i go with this yeah you know it's this you know and um i've learned over the years i i worked with a group called modern musicians and um learns a lot of you know behind the scenes in the digital marketing world and it, it makes my head hurt
1: <laughs> it, it is tough what's funny my producer uh my producer is bob veals from sound foundation studios um and he asked me a couple months ago he has a bunch of artists that can make music and play music and do all these things but they didn't know what to do next i'm by no means an expert but i was just way ahead of the curve than they were so i actually put on an hour and a half webinar about like music marketing very very basic very very thirty thousand foot grand view but you'd just be surprised how just dumbfounded and confused and just you know how they just didn't have any idea that all this part had to still happen in order to get heard and we all have one goal you me everybody that's just to be heard (laughs) to (laughs) do that is very challenging
0: yeah and i started working with a company of a few of my musician friends um mahoney and johnny chase we started artist edge collective because some people aren't even ready to turn that corner. Yeah. You know, labeling and getting gigs and having songs, you know, it's all about the song, but you have to really level level up. It has to be something people want to hear. And yeah. it's just so much. There's so many moving parts to this
1: business. I always say that I wish it were a talent contest because some of the music that I listen to would be way at the top. But mm-hmm. the sad part is that I listen to so much indie music that is phenomenal. And no. I hate to say, it, no one's gonna hear it. No one's right. gonna hear it. And that's really sad. And then conversely, I'm happy it's not a talent contest or else you, I wouldn't be sitting here with you today. So I need oh, to I rely on the, market, the music, the marketing part. I need to rely on that
0: part. Hey, No, not everyone makes it on my show. So I'm really, Michael, oh, yeah. I, I want to bring talent you know, to the forefront. Oh, I want to, you. you know, it's interesting how indie music is organizing. Yeah. We've learned that we're stronger together we're not competing. No,
1: nope.
0: but because you, I, they can like you, me. You know, it's not a competition where only one person can win. That's that's when you compete. But if we help each other and f- help each other with resources, mm-hmm. you know, how do you level up? Where do you go? What have you been doing? You know, where do you think my music should go? You know, um, like the song circle, I want to start. You know,
2: yeah.
0: Um, <clears throat> We want to help each other in the, in in some ways, it's a very friendly kind of marketplace.
1: Yeah, I understood. I mean, I post for other bands. You know, I probably should do it more, and that's actually a reminder to myself, but I have no problem posting other band songs often and just praising what they're doing because they deserve to be heard. If maybe one of my followers happens to find them, you know, that kind of thing could happen. There's a couple artists that I post for, um, one of which actually just signed with Big Records. I don't know if you know michael f rose they go by bad horse now um wow. phenomenally talented musician band that just signed with big records uh, a little bit after i did he and i spoke a little bit not to say that i got him in but uh, he and i did speak a little bit but he's uh, one of the new acts with uh with big records phenomenal well, talent
0: congratulations on that too on oh thank you with big records and, and joining the, the big records family
1: yeah, I got really lucky. Matter of fact, Troy uh, you know, from Blast, obviously, DJ Veep, um, he's the one that I guess met Mark, Mark Rosner, who's the president and CEO at the ISSA Awards this year. And I think they met and talked a little bit. And the song you just played was the song that started the conversation between me and Troy, and then Troy and Mark. And then Mark introduced, or I'm sorry, Troy introduced Mark and I. We had call together, did a bunch of things together. And then here we are. So that song, "Leave This Town," was the thing that opened the door for me to get in with Big Records. It's amazing how, if you go back,
0: it really is get, amazing. Get and I was yeah. with Troy in Atlanta.
1: Oh, right on. Troy and
0: Mark, yeah, because um, I went down there by myself, and I was just kind of like, you know, being a butterfly. And I'm like, hey, today is chocolate chip cookie day. Let's have mm. chocolate
1: chip. Cookie. <laughs> well, I hope to go next year, and I hope it's chocolate chip cookie day.
0: I, it, it'll be close, I'm sure. <laughs>
1: yeah, right on.
0: Yeah, so I met some really great people down there. I was unbelievably sick for the ceremony. Like I was oh, like no. almost like barely standing Aww. vertical. Like I think Mark was propping me up, but a lot of the big records people were there and opportunities to network with a lot of other <laughs> indie artists is just so amazing.
1: Yeah, I was too new this year, but I think it's every spring, so I'm hoping I'm hoping this spring, I, you know, I'll be more ready to be a part of that in whatever way, shape or form, but you know, right. play a role in that, yeah.
0: Well, you know what? I, I'm going to plug again the International <clears throat> Singer-Songwriter Association. Who else is giving Indie Artists Awards?
1: Um, there's a couple small ones, I think. I, I don't know. That's by far the most grand that I've seen. And really, really well. I mean, Tammany, just what she does and how well, not just her, of course, but her team, how well run it is. And how grand it is, and they really make you feel good because us little guys, you know, we don't we don't get the the red carpet a lot, right? We don't get a lot of the right. accolades. But man, what a great night, or just time to just feel good about yourself and what you've done. Oh, it what really put was. Out there. And, yeah. and
0: then the after party. Some of the acts were playing, yeah. and yeah. it really, really was something special.
2: Yeah, yeah, you know? next year. Um,
0: and that's when I met Troy, and we started this show. Yeah. So yeah. They're, they're actually producing this. Stuff. There you
2: go. There you go. It's
0: really good stuff you know that's been coming out of it when when indie artists kind of get together and have that creative energy like mm-hmm. magic happens
1: i agree you i know? agree I, I can't wait to, to steal some of that magic and hopefully give some back too
0: right right and that's what i'm finding a lot the give and take you know yeah. with a lot of artists and the support that's really out there
1: yeah, even when I first started, like I said, I never recorded a note until maybe it was COVID. It was quarantine. So the Michael Bate Band, as we know it, uh, we're, I'm a product of quarantine of COVID. You know, you know, like when the world kind of shut down and in a time of confusion and chaos and uncertainty, I was desperate to do something positive. So I dusted off my old twenty five year old Sure SM fifty seven microphone, which I, <laughs> which every song you've heard has been recorded on that microphone,
0: and it still works twenty five years later beautifully boom there
1: it is i don't i i record in my in this room that we're sitting in with two dogs at my feet with that i have a pop filter i do have a pop filter um with that old microphone so yeah whenever quarantine hit i just had all this time on my hands and i thought you know i've been writing and playing for so long i wrote songs 20 plus years ago 25 years ago i thought man now's the time to try to maybe do something and maybe do something musical and so that's what happened so you know the michael bate band as we know it was a, was a quarantine baby if you will
0: oh i you know i dug in too for um quarantine is my way the song coming up is that a quarantine song
1: so that absolutely was written yeah well so what's no no i'm sorry i got confused that song was started 25 years ago and it was finished 20 years ago exactly this year uh june of this year would have been the exact time 20 years ago so that song sat in a book for 20 years until i was just ready for it to to be released it's not it's not your happy campfire song it's not <laughs> leave this town no. or beautiful day it, it deals with some pretty tough subject matter about you know mental health issues and you know being okay to ask for help and help find my way so it really wasn't that campfire everyone sing along the you know along the river kind of song so it sat there for a really long time and what's funny about that if you don't mind for a second i pitched that song to my producer two songs prior to when we finally did it and he passed twice on it <laughs> and i thought oh man he passed twice on it because he didn't feel like it had a big enough chorus and you know a couple different things and finally the third time i'd given him some different ideas and we talked about it so finally the third time i pitched it we put it out so that was the last release that that we did and that's uh, very very different than the prior four or five very different but hey we did it
0: yeah soul rest music is saying hello to us so I'm oh my
1: to- brother soul rest. hey man yeah. Yeah. Uh, thank you for hanging, brother. I appreciate you, man.
0: Yeah. We're going to listen to this. And I got to tell you, you capture the restlessness of, you know, the issues, the transitions and the push and pull of it all. Yeah. You know, um, and it, again, it's not the happy song, but it doesn't no. drag either. It moves no. along with that tension. And I re- that's really what I like about it. So let's yes. listen to My Way.
2: Face is fading, a distant dream I can't define. I can't define. These chains are slowly wearing. I tried in vain to hold back time. Speak to me with such disdain, with such disdain. provide some clarity of what lies in front of me. The roots are broken, but my wings are open. Come what may Me find my way. Help me find my way to feel the ground beneath me. It seems too far my hands are tied, my hands are. Sensory confusion. My sense of touch has been denied. (music) To cover perfect all, the morning can't come around too soon. are open, come love me, help me find my way.
0: agree with Solres res music here that oh. this would make a great soundtrack in the near future uh,
1: wow. that'd be Sol a tough re's. movie to watch
0: <laughs> you know what though i think covid in a way helped everyone kind of normalize everyone was anxious depressed yeah. traumatized and it was okay to be anxious and depressed traumatized yeah you know and it kind of opened up and i think alleviated some of the stigma yeah i agree you know people were allowed to be crappy you know um and i'm hoping we continue to recognize that there are going to be times when that happens
1: yeah it was time of like i said chaos confusion uncertainty we didn't know what this thing was or what was going to happen next and like, like I say, like I always use the, the hashtag music as my therapy. If if I didn't have this music over COVID, I don't know, things would have gone maybe a different way. So yeah, I'm very happy that I found it. And I'm very happy that I finally found the right producer that I trusted to put uh, my way out there. Because as you just heard, again, it's not the campfire song. Uh, it's a pretty powerful message. And thank you, Sol Res. Um, I'd love to watch that movie. We, may, we might need some Kleenex or some tissues. Uh, whatever movie we put that in, man, I don't know. <laughs> right, right, right.
0: Oh man but it's it's you know it's a pointed message like you said it's just well done
1: thank you i appreciate you know, that. thank um, you
0: I, I really as someone you know who was in the field and in the trenches during covid
1: yeah you know, that could have been a theme song for a lot of uh, people help me find my way yes <laughs>
0: yes get me out of here yeah
1: maybe i was too late i should have released that see i should have done it i should have done it earlier <laughs> <laughs>
0: But it's out there now, and it's that's, you know, that's like that cows.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: You know, it's, it's a tough field you know, to get your way and when to release and when not to release. And should it be a Friday or should it? Be-
1: uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm just happy we finally did it. I was so much anxiety over putting that out. But I have to say this I can't, I can't tell you the details, but I will give you a teaser. Uh, probably announced in the next week or two. This is the 16th. Uh, that song will be a part of something hopefully to do a lot of good in this world. Um, so that song was selected to be a part of this this organization. So hopefully it'll be uh, announced here soon enough, but I can't say all the details. I wish I could. I know that was a really awful teaser, but um, in a couple of weeks, hopefully, uh, I'll be able to say something.
0: Okay. Well, I'll keep you all posted and I'll keep everyone posted. Yes. Uh, yes. The, I know yeah. you're all going
1: to be waiting for the announcement. I know everyone's right. going to be waiting.
0: <laughs> for everyone who saw Eric Summers last week, he just released some new music. So go to his YouTube page. and. And his uh, website, and he's got some great things coming out, too. Oh, right so. on.
1: Good for him, man.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's a good guy in the, in the industry. Um,
1: actually, my next release is next week, actually. I just looked at the calendar. Uh, October 27th. Wow, that's next week. Wow. Yeah, next week. Oh my, I thought there was another week in between. <laughs> yeah, my next release is October 27th. Holy cow. I need wait to get Wait a minute, wait
0: a minute. Today is? The 16th? Yeah. yeah wait it's
1: wait a next. Next Friday. Yeah. I thought there was another week. Not this Friday. It's the following. Correct. Yeah. Next. Yeah. Next. Oh my goodness. Yeah. To get my that's shit together.
0: Exciting. <laughs> Honestly, I'm dropping another single next week uh, at the same time. So.
1: Oh right on. Oh that's awesome. Well we're both going to take Spotify by storm on the same. We
0: time. are. <laughs> we are you know you never can predict these things the one song that did take off for me and it's still going and I'm like I wouldn't have picked it but I'm glad somebody did
1: well you know you know I mean you do this whenever you know whenever you release a song unfortunately Randy it's not yours anymore so the audience has to decide what they like don't like what they want to hear what they don't want to hear it's not your song it's their song and it might mean something whatever song that you just said took off that you're like "Eh." wouldn't have picked that one that might mean something very differently to someone else than what you meant and thought when you wrote it and there's a couple big examples in rock and roll. i'll give one big example in the the grunge rock area everyone knows eddie better right from Pearl pro what rock have you been living under well his song alive has been you know made into this anthem celebrating life and everything but if you listen to the lyrics and if you listen to what that song's about it was the complete opposite so eddie better had to say look okay i now understand that what i meant when i wrote this song is not what you think it is so he's just accepted it and now it's become this positive anthem for you know for the world and that is not the way that song started you just never know
0: and they never know where it's gonna go uh that song has a life of its own and if you look (laughs) at the demographics and you should do this like it's getting more plays in brazil than it is in the united states
1: if you could figure it out, let me know.
0: <laughs> no. Figure it so out. go Brazil. I haven't Brazil. been there since, since 2016. So maybe Oh, right on.
1: <laughs> maybe, maybe they remember you.
0: But <laughs> my big uh, Olympic debut. Well, that was my second Olympics actually. Oh, right on. So good stuff, good stuff. Um okay, so we we're talking about the mental health issues. Um that you really came out of COVID and drove a lot, of a lot of stuff. Um, but it's nice that people are, are more accepting of songs like this and the story that it, yeah. it's telling.
1: Yeah. And I'll say uh, the next release um, is a song called radiate and it actually deals with very much the same subject subject matter. Now that was a COVID COVID song. 100%. I wrote it in the, heat the heaviness or whatever of COVID, so that is absolutely a COVID song but i chose to we chose to play it in a different manner it, it's more of an alt pop rock song there is a country element that hopefully when it gets released i'm going to ask people if they could hear the country element that we put in uh but it's much more alt pop rock but it's kind of the same idea um Radiate. So it's not out yet, but uh, December, uh, October 27th, uh, that'll deal with sort of the same subject matter, but in a, a little bit more fun format, a little more rockin' format than something like My Way, which is more of that kind of singer-songwriter, if you will, sort of. Right. However, my, my producer and I did purposely, we were going to make it more of a singer-songwriter, just me and a guitar. Okay. But, you know, it was kind of a heavy song, and as we were thinking about it and going through it, it, we wanted to make sure that we added layers. So you'll notice the song layers a lot with the piano and the organ and different things so we wanted to make sure we layered it because we thought it's a pretty melancholy song and if it's just me and the guitar eh, maybe that wouldn't be as powerful so we wanted to bring in the band if you will which the band does come in near the second part of the first verse but um so that's why we did that this next song radiates just much more pop alt rock you know a lot of downstrokes <laughs> a little bit more distortion <laughs> I, but it has a country element to it it does uh, in the in the second in the chorus, in the second verse maybe hopefully you'll hear it
0: Michael you've been talking about your producer and and to the people not in the business, talk to them about the, the, what a producer does and, and oh. finding your producer. I mean, I know I live and die by my producer. I'm so glad. Me too. You know, th- that I, I have him and. <clears throat> You know as much as we can fight in the studio we get each other you know and i know mm-hmm. he understands my music but mm-hmm. tell me your process for finding a producer
1: that's funny bob and i've only had one fight um so bob beals uh has been in the music business for 45 years <laughs> a very very long time he's been the front man of bands you know lead singer guitar player everything but as time has progressed he just found his way what i call the other side of the desk you know he's on the production side and Matter of fact, what's funny though is he just texted me a couple of weeks ago. He just got a gig where he's now the lead singer, lead guitar player for like a southern rock band. So he's he's now jumping off to the other side of the desk. And I said, Bob, wait a minute, we, we have songs to do. What are you doing, man? You're not you're not going on the road. Back to the studio, Back no. To the studio. <laughs> you're my producer. Get your, you know. But it, he'll it, he'll work it out. But so what was funny about Bob and I? So a lot of people don't know this, but I did put out a self-produced, 100 percent self-produced EP called Radiate. Oddly enough. Um, as my first output. I learned how to record, learned how to produce, I guess, and bought software and hit a bunch of buttons and watched a million videos and whatever it was. So I put out an EP in early 21 called Radiate. And one of those, so I put that out and it was a respectable output. Look, it was, it was respectable. If you played it against a lot of songs, maybe it would hold its own. But once I heard what Bob, how Bob can make me sound which I will say that a producer's main job is to get the best out of the artist and I know that's a very simple answer just get the best out of them when I sent Bob a demo matter of fact it was New Rising Sun which I believe you're going to play
0: I'm going to play that next yes
1: when I sent him my demo and then Bob has this process called so I, I record all these demos right just to get my my vision across and whatever when I sent him well, this demo I'll never forget. Bob has this process where I send him a demo and it's the funniest thing. And he'll laugh if he he listens to this. He'll go silent for like weeks. And I'm thinking, well, did the file get stuck? Or like, is it in my outbox? Like, you know, why haven't we talked about this? And we'll text about other things. But he just kind of goes radio silent. What he does is he has to just sit and let the song marinate and just let the song tell him what it needs. I know it sounds cliche, but my God, does it work? So then he'll send me an email back called um, Initial Concept. Everything says Initial Concept. So the point of the story is when he sent me back the initial concept, the first demo that he did um, after you know hearing my demo, my wife and I were listening to it. And she was like, is that, is that the same song? I said, ha that's what a producer does. Yes, that's my song, but it's so much better. <laughs> so that is a long way of answering what a producer does. It just makes you better.
0: I tell him it takes your song and makes it from black and white to color.
1: That's actually a good way of saying it. I joke with uh, Bob that I send him like these dirty rocks and he polishes them into these precious stones.
2: Precious Same stone. concept,
1: right? So right. that's what a producer does, uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. If you heard, and what's funny about the next release, Radiate, that was the first song that I did on my EP that I ripped out of the universe, by the way. After I worked with Bob, I ripped that. The good news about putting music up, you could rip it out as fast as you put it up. So the first song off that self-produced EP, Radiate, was called Radiate. And that's the song that we just redid. And for the love of God, it is so so much better than the version that I did by myself.
0: I'll tell you a funny story, though. My first song I put on Spotify was, I thought, Radio Ready.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I, I was told it was mastered, and I'm like, I don't know what that means so i put it up on spotify and i heard it and i went oh my god this is not mastered this is yeah. really awful and i tried to take it down and i thought it would disappeared and and then my friend showed me that i have a spotify radio station and the first song they played and based the spotify list off of what was that no, it was pandora <laughs> That okay. was that song, and I'm like, are you <laughs> "Kidding me?" Get and rid of I it. after it was like grunge, and I'm like, "Oh man, where's the rock?" That
1: yeah, oh yeah, "Crawl Under." Thankfully, mine got all all taken away pretty quickly, so that that's good news. <laughs> mine were all gone.
0: I don't know, the remnants somewhere, and, and the fact that it's like it's on all these
1: playlists. Is- Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. Yeah. Live and learn, live and learn. What's funny about the release we're going to do after this release. So the next release will be in February is the second song off my self-produced EP, because obviously I couldn't do these well enough myself. I'm having Bob redo the songs. So we're, okay. we're kind of going through the one that charted at number one in Europe and the world Indian music chart, beautiful day. That was one of my songs on that EP too. So I'm having Bob go through and redo my songs together and make it. Right. So much better. So
0: much better. Yeah, yeah, it's a yeah, beautiful day 1.0, 2.0. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: like 9.0
2: whenever I'm he got right. his hands he on
0: it. You are done with it. All right, everyone, let's listen to New Rising Sun.
2: All right. Let's take a drive all through the night. Rest along the way. Sometimes we feel The need to move on Sometimes we need to stay I remember where we came from And we sure know where we've been This is not how the story is. Now it begins. Oh, 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 oh. I'm ready to face a distant horizon, staring to space at the new rising sun. I'm ready to face a distant horizon, staring to space at the new rising sun. What do you see? Master illusion or a pure reality? Let's go get lost in a familiar place, cause where you are is where I'll be. Came from, and sure know where we've been. This is not how the story. Ends.
0: And that's you coming full circle it sounds like
1: holy cow yeah that's actually the first song that so that was the demo right that i sent to bob that's the very first song we did and and ever you know ever since that first one i thought okay i guess i i guess i have a producer now (laughs) like i guess this is real
0: (laughs) and it's it's a true experience it's taking steps you know you go from being a musician in your living room to you know really taking a path to your dream
1: yeah, it's crazy. When we first started this, he asked me when we first started, like, like, what do you want? Like, like, what's your goal? And I said, goal. I, I just want to put make music. I don't know. What do you mean goal? I didn't know what a goal was. It was just a very really fun thing to do over COVID. And then after that first song, and then we got, you know, we got pretty good accolades on that, on that song. I have to say a lot of it from the production standpoint, um, a lot of different taxi A&R reps and some other folks had um, done some good reviews on that song. A lot of it was about the production. And then I, I thought, well, I guess the stakes have changed now. It's not just about the fun. It's of course fun or else I wouldn't do it, but the stakes have changed a little bit, which is obviously why I'm sitting here talking to someone like you and with big records, like the stakes have changed a bit. So I better get my act together.
0: <laughs> so you, you mentioned taxi and 10 years ago, I mean, almost to the uh, the month I went to a taxi road rally and um, I didn't know what I was doing, but I wanted to learn. And <clears throat> One thing he said is well, number one, it's all about the song, and number two, you need a five-year plan.
2: Mm. You oh. need
0: to start having goals and stepping. So, in a nutshell, in the last remaining couple minutes here, what's your fi- what's your five-year plan? What, what what what's coming next for Michael
1: in well, the band? So that's kind of the good news and bad news, right? <laughs> now that I'm with Big Records, and I kind of put out this video that I made for them a little while ago. It's it's think big, you know, dream big, you know, Big Records. So when I had my first meeting with Mark, he was like, look, you're going to have to decide how far you want to maybe push this. It doesn't mean I'm going to get everywhere, but it's just how far you want to push. Look, Randy, I have a career and a family and obligations and I have all these things, which I love very, very much. But like I said, the stakes have changed a little bit. So- as far as where it might take me i mean with big records there's a lot of opportunities when it comes to reality tv when it comes to radio play when it comes to music and sync licensing when it comes to even acting when it comes to sponsorship so i hate to cop out there's just so many avenues i don't exactly know where we're going to go what i do know is i'd really like to to Focus on more like sync and licensing. I think that might be somewhere that I'd like to focus on. I need to learn a little bit more about it. And, matter of fact, I had meetings today with folks regarding that. So maybe that's something that's more prominent, maybe in the future. But, man, Randy, it's really hard to tell only being with them for a few weeks and the grandeur on how they think. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> So you're still
0: formulating your long-term, formulating. short-term plans. Do you have anything coming up, any shows, if people want to find you? Michael, how can they find you?
1: Yeah, the good news is that Michael Bate B-O-T-T-E Band is what I use everywhere on all of the platforms, social media, the streaming platforms. The good news about using a distributor, as you know, like DistroKid is who I was with. However, now I'm with Sony Orchard, uh, which I'm very happy to be with Sony Orchard now. They put your music on every site known to man. So it's Michael Bate Band. However, on Twitter, It was too long, so it was M Bate Band. But to be honest, I don't really use Twitter much for music. It's more just a news source for me. But if you're so inclined to find me on Twitter, it's M Bate Band.
0: Oh, that's great. That's great. We're gonna find you everywhere.
1: Google that name and I'll pop up somewhere. And you
0: have a new record coming out in two
1: weeks? 27th of October. It's much more in that alt pop um, rock. The song's called Radiate. And it's all about just um, you know recognizing maybe that you're going through something and just closing your eyes and using the power of the mind and and just kind of you know being victorious over whatever it is that you're going through. So I close my eyes and then I radiate. That's part of the course. And I just been putting up a few little teaser videos to kind of get the chorus out there. And I'll probably do. Unfortunately, folks, you're gonna see a lot of posts from me <laughs> this week and next week, probably from Big Records as well, promoting the song. So I apologize in advance, just bear with me. But we're gonna promote the hell out of this the next two weeks.
0: Oh, do it, do it, do it. You yeah, have I'm gonna to to. do it. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> you have to find new fans, you know. Yeah. That's what it's really all about, you know, your email list and all that stuff. Wait, we have another comment here. Oh, Billy Hill says It's all good stuff. He's looking forward to
1: it, Hey, brother, Billy. Thank you, man. Thank you for hanging. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah. We've had some people hanging in there with us and we've been on a lot of platforms. Um, we've been on two Facebook sites and I, and a bunch of YouTube sites. Um, so, uh, there's a lot of place to find the show.
2: Right on. Uh,
0: you can put in your brag book and
2: yeah, I will.
1: <laughs> I've been fortunate enough to go through three different blasts, I guess subsets of podcasts the original and then the implosion with troy and then now the ranch i am oh. so fortunate to to be worthy to play a role in all these different uh you know right. subsets of the podcast if you will yeah so thank yeah,
0: you. yeah we're really really happy to have you here thank you and hang out afterwards because i think we could connect um because we are not that far apart and that's really good news too so being able to connect as artists like having you in a same room would be like stupendous oh
1: my goodness actual physical
0: dogs together and like
1: i have two pups i have two they're outside right now my wife i said please get the dog because they're on my feet all the time i said i can't have dogs on my feet for this so they're outside right now
0: I have dog. My dog was just here. Now
1: he's
0: up. No, he's right there. So he's been here. Like in between, I've been like, yeah. all right. All right you know. They're very
1: demanding, so I can't have them in here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can't record with them there. Like
1: it's uh, yeah, it's too much. He just you know Teddy Bear. He just wants Daddy. You know to pay attention to him all the time. And then Ginger gets mad because Teddy Bear gets the attention. So it's a whole thing, man. It's a whole thing. So my my dog, my dog
0: is not the demanding one. I have an African Grey parrot oh whoa wow <laughs> she has been uncharacteristically quiet oh, usually during broadcast you could hear her screeching her heart out because no, i'm not in the same room with her nothing so she's nothing. been good i have to go give her some like a
1: yeah of cashews so- right now. something something yes reward that thing please <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay michael hang out uh thank you again for spending some time with me and um next week we have mary joe gother coming up so we're gonna have the girls in the house so that's gonna be really uh, mary joe was um uh, she was a winner for isa last year oh right on and she was doing interviews for isa so I'm, I'm really thrilled i can return the favor and have
1: her on the show next week oh right on awesome yeah, thank you so much for doing this honestly i love hanging out this wasn't an interview. You and I just chatted music for an hour. We
0: were just kind of having fun.
1: <laughs> was, there a, was there like a schedule or anything? I don't think so.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Every couple of minutes, toy video, and that's what I do.
1: all good, man. Thank you so much for doing this in your time. I appreciate it. All right.
0: It. Hang out. We got a little outro. And everyone out there, thank you so much for hanging in there with us. I know it's been fun having you on this uh, part of the show for the comments and everything. So we don't know how to get the YouTube comments up. I can only see some of the Facebook, so we're working on that. All right. Thank you guys for hanging out.
1: Thank you. I'm on the road.
3: Don't know where it goes. I'm on. Be on your way, take the step. when you have a dream, you gotta star. it's the only way, if you're gonna shine, and you're gonna shine, 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 you're gonna
0: shine. Night, everyone.